Hello, everybody. Welcome to Pursuit of Relentless podcast. You have your host here, Elena. And today, I hope to add a ton of value to your day uh, through this podcast. And I'm really excited because I've got Jacob on here today, and he's going to talk to us a whole bunch about fitness and your health and like how to be in your best shape mentally, physically, emotionally. Uh, we're going to dig right in. So welcome to the show, Jacob. Yes, thank you for having me, Elena. I'm super excited to be on here and uh, just share kind of my thought process on life, really. Yeah. So we met recently through uh, a previous podcast episode. Bobby Jones was a really great um, interviewee. I really enjoyed that show and hearing his story and how he's been able to transition uh, into his business and stuff. So I'm excited to have connected with you. And maybe you can tell us a little bit about your journey through entrepreneurship. Did you always know you were going to be an entrepreneur or did it kind of just like fall into place for you? Um, yeah. So again, so my name is Jacob Delanois. Um, I own 5150 Health and Fitness in Camden, Delaware. Um, to answer that specific, uh, that question specifically, um, did I always know I was going to be an entrepreneur? No, um, I did not always know I was going to be an entrepreneur, but ever since I was a kid, I knew that I was going to be different, right? I, I, I felt like I was special. I did. I felt like I was different than everybody else's mindset. Um, I didn't necessarily agree with my, my dad's way of making money and supporting. Um, and so, uh, I don't think that I always knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. No, but I knew that I was going to be something different than what most people are or were or aspired to be. Mm -hmm. I love that. I felt the same way. It's like, I just knew that I was meant for something greater than mm -hmm. myself and that I had to go out and do stuff that was of service to other people. And then it just so happened that finance was the field that I ended up in. And I was like a red seal pastry chef, turn heavy equipment operator, turn financial advisor. <laughs> you know, right. It's just so funny to see how life uh, takes us along its ride. And you just kind of, you build on the, the things that you learn about yourself. And um, fitness was a big part of my story because when I was a heavy equipment operator, I was sitting for like 15 hours a day I got up to like 300 pounds and I was just sitting there going, this is bad. Like, this is really bad. I was the most depressed I had ever been in my entire life before I left my position out there and went full-time with my, my business. But it took me about 18 months to get to my goal weight. Um, I went from 300 pounds to 188 in, mm -hmm. yeah, about 18 months. And uh, it was just crazy it was crazy how much it changed my life right like my happiness went up uh, my organization went up I was in a good routine I had like structure and I was like this is way better way way better for my mental health and just the way I looked at my body the my strength like how I felt about myself it was so different I don't know it was, it was just transitional for me for sure and it made my business blow up too which was cool. Hell yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, I, I definitely want to elaborate on that because I think that that's why fitness is such a big part, like a pinnacle in my life. It's like, a, it's like a, a pillar, right? It's, it's a very important thing to me. And, um, you know, it brought me out of a really dark place in my life as well. Um, 
And, you know, I, I didn't understand it at first, right? Like, uh, I'd like to think that I do now, right? I'd like to think that I understand the nuance, like, behind the whole thing, why, why, um, why do we feel happy or better about ourselves when we work out, right? And I truly believe that we as human beings are meant to adapt, right? We're, adaptation is a big part or should be a big part of our life, you know what I mean? And when we're, we're, we're sitting on the couch or we're just hanging out or, or we deserve a day to relax because of our hard day at work where we also sat down all day, but it's, you know, we're tired and, and all those things, you're not giving your body anything to adapt to, right? And, and a lot of people, um, and myself included, chasing the easy route, thinks they, they automatically think that that's what happiness is, right? And in, in my experience, I've learned, in my opinion, um, that it's the complete opposite. You know what I mean? Like happiness and self-confidence comes from keeping those hard promises to yourself. Yes. You know what I mean? Like if you promised that you were going to change your life, right? And it doesn't have to be so spectacular. It doesn't have to be, I want to lose 150 pounds or I'm going to go to the gym seven days a week. Because in my opinion, also, that kind of sets you up for failure going from zero to a thousand. Mm -hmm. But, you know, those small changes, like um, instead of not going to the gym at all, going two or three times a week to start for 30 minutes or something. And in your head, that's a big that's a big deal. You know what I mean? Our body wants to be relaxed and wants to heal and wants to, you know what I mean? Take the easy route. Your brain does anyway. And so when you, when you give yourself those hard things to then adapt to, I, I feel like truly it does. I know um, in your brain, it does give you, you know, more of the happiness, the dopamine, the serotonin, all of those good feelings, but it legitimately can change your life if you let it. Yeah, so. exactly. Well, you mentioned something there um, of being tired, right? Like in, in air quotes for the people who are listening on uh, not our YouTube channel. But if yeah. you are listening on YouTube, make sure that you comment uh, what you guys do for your fitness routine as well. I think that that's a really good thing to have a conversation about. But being tired versus being fatigued, right? Mm. Very different conversation. If you're tired, your body's run down. Uh, you're like just trying to be out of survival mode, but you're in that place where it's just like, Ooh, I need to sleep versus mm. when you're fatigued, you're like, wow, I'm actually like lacking nutrients or need to mm. up my energy or whatever mm. it is. But mm. there's a, there's a bit of a difference there in my opinion, because yeah, it's mentally draining when you're at work sometimes, but you're not actually fatigued you're tired yeah you're tired right. like you just need to mentally rest versus physically rest uh, right. so I think that's that's a big thing to take away from this conversation but yeah so what got you into the fitness industry um I'll, hold on one second because I wanted to circle yeah. back to that real quick totally. and then I will I will tell you that but um a lot of people don't understand that me like mentally right you're not like tiredness, fatigue, you know, so fatigue comes from your, your nervous system, but I'm not going to go into all that because it's a lot of stuff. So, um, you know, like you can feel tired, right? You, you can be tired, 
But what did you do all day? You sat at a desk where you didn't want to be or at a job where you didn't want to be. And you talked to people that you didn't want to talk to. And you did all these things that it, it gave you nothing. It gave you nothing spiritually, mm-hmm. mentally. It gives you nothing. Right. So you, you got to put yourself in those positions to be happy. You have to put yourself in those positions where you have to give something. Mm-hmm. You have to. You know what I mean? Um, that's just my take on that. Yeah, um, so, I agree. <clears throat> how did I get into fitness? So, like I said, earlier on in my life, um, I wasn't the best decision maker. Um, I didn't have, my parents weren't very good um, role models, right, for the person that I was trying to be. Yeah. And so, as I got older, I realized that a lot of the things that I knew or that I thought that I knew weren't right, you know, and I was going down a path of like um, drug addiction, you know, I was in jail a few times and it was just something I was like, I was like, you know, I seen it growing up the whole, like my whole life when I was a kid, I seen it. That's what I knew. But in it, when I was in it myself, I'm like, I don't want this. It's not what I want. It's not for me. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, I believe that a lot of like in my situation, the the drugs were just a symptom of something completely different. You know what I mean? The drugs weren't really the issue. They were the issue because, you know, they cause a lot of problems in my life, the, the drugs themselves. But take the drugs away and there's still a whole lot of issues internally that are making me want to do those things. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, um, you know, when I removed the drugs from my life, there was a huge hole of just like, what do I do now? You know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to do now? And so, um, you know, I got into a group of people who were in the same situation as me and they were trying to stay clean. And um, you know, I met a couple of people who were in the gym and at this point, this was like eight years ago, I had no clue, no clue. Like but before that, the only weight training that I knew was from football and like high school and middle school and stuff like that. So I had absolutely no clue what I was doing. And, but it gave me, like, I was interested. Right. And as I said before, like, you know, I have ADHD, so most of the things that I need to do are worked up in my head to be way bigger than what they truly are. But the things that I want to do, I will spend 23 out of 24 hours a day doing that thing, right? So, um, you know, at first, I, I can say that it became a little bit of an unhealthy thing for me. Um, it was an obsession. It was a compulsion. It was the only thing that I wanted to do all of the time. Right. But at the time, that's what I needed. Mm-hmm. I, I needed that for me in my life. Um, and, and over time, like over the past, you know, seven or eight years, dude, I have just, I've just learned and I've learned and I've learned and I've educated myself and I've helped other people. And it just grew into this because on the flip side of that, also, I'm not I wouldn't say that I'm unemployable because before this, I had a really good job making really good money. But I'm just not good with having a boss. 
I'm the same way. I literally say that all the time. I'm like, I am so unemployable. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Because I'm like, I just have zero desire to work a nine to five or like have someone tell me when I can go get blood work or someone tell me when I can take vacation or, you know, work or mean school or something. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. It's not good, man. But yeah, no, I, I love that. You're talking about how it was an obsession for you as well. And I think that's a big thing to touch on because when people are coming out of those phases, like I only ever smoked pot and Mm -hmm. it consumed my life. Like to the point where I was like, hmm, never going to touch any other drugs because I know how much I love marijuana. And then I'm like, I should probably not do that, especially with the journey I'm on right now, like trying to have a child and stuff. And I'm just like, okay, but I'll tell you, it was the same thing for me. It was like, okay, well, what, what do I do now? Like, cause that was what I was learning was like my break time. Like I would go outside and have a puff and then I'd come back in and I'd be super focused, you know, like it would help me calm down. And, and then now that it's gone, I'm just like, huh, yeah. <laughs> like I got to meditate more. Like maybe I just need to go for a walk in the middle of the day or whatever it is. So, so fair me. warning, fair warning. I, um, I am a medical marijuana user. Um, I, I, I do. It. That's my thing. It works for me. It's worked for me for the past. Um, so I was a heroin addict. So I was addicted to heroin and, and crack cocaine. So I am clean from that for almost six years. Amazing. Um, so I think weed's a flower. Or seven. I, I'm like, it's uh, a flower that God gifted us. <laughs> so look, man, uh, there's there's so positive to some people. It is for me. It really, really is. Um, you know, I am diagnosed with a with a long list of things, you know what I mean? And I don't, I truly believe that those, those things, you know, you know, PTSD, you know, bipolar depression, anxiety, those things, um, they're, they're big words and they kind of scare people. And in my opinion, it all means the same thing. It means that you have a brain that is different than other people's. You might perceive reality a little different but you're still a person. You still think you have feelings and you don't need to be. Um, I, I've tried the medication and I don't want to be sedated all yeah, of the time. I, I don't. Agree. You know what I mean? So what works for me? And I'm not telling everybody to go out and start smoking pot because look, <laughs> it works for me. And I've had a rough road learning what works for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? May, and And to be honest, I think that, you know, a rough road is kind of required. Yeah. I, I truly believe that a rough, you don't got to go, you know, jump off the deep end and start doing drugs and go to jail and stuff. But, you know, if like, if you're ever thinking about starting a business, just know that all of these people that you see on Instagram and stuff that look like they're living this lavish lifestyle, somebody's putting in work. Yes. They might be paying somebody else to do the work for them, but somebody's putting in the work. And it just so happens that right now I'm in the position where I'm the one putting in the work. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's a big part of business though. And I think that's the glamorous side of things that people want to think is business. And then it's like, Oh no, but I have a stack of paperwork on my desk (laughs) that needs to get scanned to Dropbox that I'm clearly avoiding. Uh, But it's like, who else is going to do it? Nobody, Elena, just do it. (laughs) You know, like it's got, it is though. It is. And yet it's like, oh, you travel all the time and it's so beautiful and amazing. And I'm like, yeah, it's great. But I miss my routine. I miss my gym. I miss 
and my structure. Mm. I miss being able to cook for myself. And, you yeah. know, I got some food allergies that I'm dealing with and stuff. And it's like, and then yeah. not smoking pot. I'm like, okay, like it's, it's different, but yeah, it's a it's, lot. It's, it's a lot. different. Right. But it's interesting. So like, my naturopath was like, try lavender oil. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll give that a go. It's just another flower though. So I'm like, how is it any better? You know? Right. Right. I don't know. I'm confused, but I'll figure it out. No, I listen. So when I, so I will say that when I first got clean, um, I didn't do anything. I didn't, I didn't even have a drink for three years. Um, so a little over three years, almost, it was like, um, it was like 41 months. So it was like a year, uh, three and a half years. And I'm, like, listen, I survived, but, you know, all those things that those doctors were telling me all these years made a lot more sense. I was, I was very OCD. I didn't like people touching my shit. I wanted to, the dishes had to be done all mm -hmm. the time. Floor had to be clean all the time. And yeah. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but dude, the anxiety that I got from just living my life on a daily basis, just being a normal person. I'm like, bro, I'm gonna have a heart attack. Like, this yeah. is not working for me. You know what I mean? Walking around with my chest tight all the time. Cause like, you know, somebody says one wrong thing to me. I'm like freaking out, I, you know? <laughs> Trying not to punch people. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm like, you know, getting into road rage fights on the side of the road and stuff. Like I can't, I, you know? So like I said, take away the drug, take away the issue, the problem. And like, you're still a person that needs work you know yeah so me i'm still a person that needs work even to this day but you know that we're getting gold. here we're working that's the thing though i'm writing that down you're still a person who needs work i'm reading a book right now uh by jenna kutcher and it's called how are you really and mm. she's talking about her like going to work every day and then being like having panic attacks because she's got so much on her plate and she's like i just want to be home like on a date night with my husband, you know, and I'm sitting there yeah. like, yeah, it's in those moments when you're going, how am I really like, you're just mm -hmm. analyzing. Okay. Everyone's like, Oh, how are you doing Elena? I'm like, I'm fine. You know, I'm yeah. good. Uh, I'm recovering. I'm taking care of myself. I'm cooking for myself, you know, healthy and getting my exercise in. I went to yoga three times this week. I did two dog walks on top of that. And I'm just like, okay, well, I feel like I'm getting back to my normal. But yeah. at the same time, is that everything that I need to be doing? I don't know. I'll figure right. it out. I don't feel perfect yet. You know, like I yeah. don't feel the way that I did before, but I know that with time and compounding, it'll, it'll help like getting rid of sugar and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff really does. It does cleanse your mind. It does really um, give you those uh, needed endorphins that you're looking for when you exercise, you know? And uh, meditation and quieting your mind, yeah, it sounds hokey pokey, but it's just so essential. Just being in your own head, like you have to be in your own head sometimes, or else you just you go a little crazy. Yeah, I think that a lot of things that actually work sound um, hokey pokey or <laughs> they sound yeah. very cliche they do because they're said over and over and over again they're said so much that it's almost drowned out you know it drowns itself out but it's like it if you actually did it it you know you would see the benefits but also 
consistency, right? Like that's another thing that I've learned from the gym. Like it's, it's, it's up on my wall, like consistency, being consistent, doing this thing, not just today, not just tomorrow, but like changing your lifestyle, right? Because a lot of the things that we do in our everyday life, it's detrimental. The TV is awful. It's bad. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I like Netflix and stuff, but it's not good. It's just not. Mm-hmm. The, the, all these, this, this food that's not even food that, you know, and I'm not saying you can't never have a cheesesteak again. I love cheesesteaks. I eat them all the time. But I also have found a way to make a cheesesteak that could be really, really bad for you. And I cook it at home. You know what I mean? Like there's ways and means around eating good food that you like, right? And and still getting what you need, you know? Like you were just talking about before, um, we were chatting before the podcast and you were talking about the vitamins, right? Yeah. <laughs> like so many people don't even realize how deficient that they are in, in these vitamins or even let alone, like, I don't know how much you know about macronutrients, but macronutrients, there's three of them, protein, carbs, and fats. And if you are deficient in protein, your body is not going to like you. Your, your mind, your brain is not going to like you. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you need these real healthy foods. Like, And it doesn't even have to be like a lot of what people think is healthy. It's like, listen, eat red meat, eat red meat. And if you can't eat red meat, eat chicken eat eggs, eat something like these things are like superfoods. They really are like saturated fat. It's not bad for you. Your brain is literally cholesterol. It's fat. Your brain is a fat matter. You know what I mean? So like eating these real foods is going to change the way you think, Mm -hmm. but nobody, nobody believes it. Cause first of all, they're not, they don't want to do it first. You got to actually do it to then see the benefit. But yeah. the people who do it, they're telling everybody else to do it. And then everybody's like, man, this guy, you know what I mean? You so. must eat nothing bad. And I'm like, yeah, no, my, I love dark chocolate, but I'm going to buy the good quality dark chocolate so that it's not 100% right. sugar, you know? Right. And it doesn't or have instead of eating dairy. a ginormous bar of, One of piece. chocolate. Half, yeah. I, I mean, I eat four pieces. I just break the whole end off and I'll eat it. But like, you know what I mean? Have one or two or three or four, but don't eat the, you don't got to eat the whole bar. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like when you go out to eat, like you can, you can look at these foods and what I tell my clients and you can ask every single one of them. The first thing I'll say, eat more protein, mm-hmm. eat more protein. If you want to know a little bit behind the science, the biggest thing, thermogenic effective eating. Thermogenic effective eating is what calories do you burn based off of what you eat, right? Because everything that we do, even digesting food, takes calories away from us, right? So again, the three macros, protein, fats, and carbs. You want, if you're trying to lose weight, a high thermogenic effective eating, okay? So protein, 25 to 30%. That's high. That's Mm -hmm. good. That's what we want. 25 to 30%. Thermogenic effective eating, good. Carbs, 15%. Fats, 5 to 10%. That's not good. Well, I mean, and that's why usually fats are the lowest of the three. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's just a little bit of a, a tidbit of information of why does this man talk about protein so much? 
because it's, it's essential. Yeah, it is. that's something when I was doing uh, 75 hard, it was mm. like crazy how much better I felt because I had so much protein. And it's not like I was just eating steak all the time, right? I, I actually don't process steak very well in my body. So I started eating deer meat, you know, or like elk or bison, you know? Yeah. So I found that really effective for me. And I started eating stuff like salmon, which I still have a really hard time eating. Uh, but I forced myself because I know how good it is for my brain. And I know how good it is um, for my body eating those kind of things, eggs, like you were saying, eggs are so good. Yeah. Eggs literally hold everything you need to build a chicken. Yes. It literally it has everything. It yeah. is. It's a whole chicken. It's yeah. like it's a whole chicken in one, like, like exactly. choline, for instance, eggs are huge source of choline. So first of all, cholesterol, the, the, the whole cholesterol debacle, like, um, cholesterol that, you know, so there's two different types of cholesterol, HDL and LDL, LDL, or high density lipoprotein and then low density lipoprotein. Mm -hmm. And you want um, healthy cholesterol or LDL. And um, so a lot of these natural fats, like saturated fat is higher in that healthy cholesterol, which they don't even find, like you have to have I'm about to go on a tangent right here. I hope you know. Do it. Um, so, so they've done studies that have found without high levels of of blood glucose, blood glucose, or or without high levels of blood sugar, right? Cholesterol can't even build up plaque in your body, right? So, like all the plaque that they have found that is is cholesterol buildup without, uh, like it, that cannot happen without high levels of blood sugar, hmm. right? So wow. what does that mean? Eating, eating a lot of carbs and fats, you know, together, or, or eating a lot of carbs and cholesterol together, it's not good. Raising your blood sugar at the same time that you're going to have higher levels of cholesterol entering your body or going through your blood, you don't want that, right? First of all, you don't want high levels of blood, blood, glucose anyway because then you'll get the um um insulin resistance and you don't want that so that's the, i can keep going on that little tangent but basically what that means is don't listen to the government right <laughs> don't listen to the government when they tell you these things because eggs are good for you steak is good for you chicken is good for you just stop eating so many carbs while you're eating these things and yeah. you will be just fine yeah. Well, it's crazy how much my body's changed since a, well, I understand my hormones are doing whatever the heck they want to do. Uh, being pregnant three times in 18 months is very hard on your body. Very, very hard on your body. Uh, and it just makes you super anemic. And then you can't stay awake because you're tired all the time. And then you're just like, how do I function? You know? And it's my nutrition that I have to focus on. And I talked to a lady this morning and she's like, did you know that you can solve all of that with like pine needles? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, really? yeah, no, it helps you regulate your hormones, like little things like this. And I was like, that is just mind boggling to me that there's herbs out there or she's an herbalist, right? So there's herbs out there that you can take that'll help you just like re-level this stuff out. And I'm like, yeah, well, 
why am I taking so many freaking supplements then if I could just be eating these different foods that are serving me just as well? You know, it's you crazy. Know why? Why? You know why? Because it's more well. So the the stuff that's good for us is more expensive to process, right? And what do big corporations and the government all love? More money and lower costs to make more money, mm-hmm. right? So all the things that are really, really good for us, if they can't make any money off of it, they're not going to tell us about it. Unfortunately, right. it's the truth. Yeah. Um, so that that's my take on it. That's why, listen, you can do what you want and listen to whoever you want. You can listen to the World Health Organization if you want to. I'm not. I'm not. It's crazy how, uh, like, if you look at the food pyramid, you're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. What? And then they changed it and they came out with this study that basically says, like, I, I, this is no bullshit. Um, um, I don't think it was the, it wasn't the World Health Organization, but it was the, uh, it was um, the FDA, the FDA. And they come out with this, this, this uh, chart, percentage chart, right? It was green, yellow, and red. And in green at the top, it was like kale was the most healthy thing on the earth for you that you could eat kale and then like a couple below it cheerios were in the green as a healthy thing did you see this yeah except for cheerios has carcinogens in it if you actually look at the ingredients like it will give you cancer right right and then red meat red meat and bacon and eggs they were like on they were like on the lowest end that you could be and i'm like is this real like this is real (laughs) it's bad that just blew my mind. And I'm like, no way. There's more data out there. There's more data out there today than there has ever been in history. And yet people just aren't looking for it. It's like, oh, well, uh, my kids will eat cereal every day. Okay. Well maybe try oatmeal or a smoothie, you know, something a little bit different. Cause I'll tell you, even through my health journey, it's like, not a very big difference between now and then other than I'm not lifting as much weight Mm. and I'm not eating as much protein. And Mm. I'm like, I'm up probably 50 pounds and I'm just sitting here going, bro, I'm tired. And even so, so that piece, yes, but let's go back to the kids for a second. Right. I want, I want everybody to understand that evolutionarily, we are old as hell. Like our brains compared to this technology that we have these days, we don't stand a chance. Ancient. These algorithms that they've come up with, like, like, it's like a battle, right? It's like a battle with this algorithm. I know these people that are listening are probably, they're like, this dude is freaking <laughs> nuts. It's okay. It's fine. I get it all the time. But these algorithms are supercomputers. They are the smartest, fastest things ever. And then our brain is also a computer. It runs on electric, uh, literally electricity, right? Electrons, neutrons, everything, all that stuff. So we had this old computer, right? That's battling with all of this new stuff. And it's not going to win. We're old. We're so old that you want to know something? This is how old we are. Our brain develops differently based on how much we chew our food. Wow. That's that's very, very true. Nobody believes me. You can look it up. I believe protein, it. Protein, like you said, your body doesn't digest red meat as well as it would other meats. It's not supposed to. 
It's not supposed to. You are supposed to chew your food more. Yeah. Kids these days, every single thing that they eat, they can chew it once or twice and swallow it. That's not good. Yeah. That is not good because their brain, like your brain is going to develop differently based off of how much you chew your food. Well, people don't, understand how the, people don't understand how the enzymes in their mouth break the food down so that it processes differently in the body. So saliva, one of the challenges, yeah, yeah the saliva does. So one mm-hmm. of the challenges that my health coach gave me was like, time your food, like time, how long it takes you to eat lunch. Mm-hmm. And she said, try and stretch it out three times as long. And I was mm-hmm. like, that sounds terrible, especially as an entrepreneur. I'm sitting here going, I got 12 minutes to like <laughs> yeah, right? get food in me. I'm like, on a good day, 12 minutes. Yeah, like yeah. we might have three minutes, you know, I, yeah, got, right? I got mango, like dried mangoes behind me, and, like, <laughs> yeah, protein right? bars and and that's it. Like sometimes that's all that's all you get because you're in back-to-back appointments. And it's like, well, if I'm gonna prepare myself properly today is the day after Thanksgiving in Canada or Easter, sorry. Uh mm. and so I have leftover turkey dinner. And so I made bone broth, right? And then I made soup. And so yeah. next three or four days I've got like super, super healthy soup. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. That'll be good, right? I'll feel energized and because I'm yeah. prepped and I don't have to stress out about it. I know I can heat it up in two or three minutes and, you know, have good quality food. And this morning had some eggs, right? But it's so normal for people to just reach for that box of cereal and then put cow's or milk nothing. in. And I'm nothing. like, or don't nothing. eat. Yeah, that's even worse. Nothing at all. I'm just like, you didn't eat at all. You know, and I wake up at 4.30 a.m. to be to the gym by 5:15. So, am I eating that early? No. But also, I understand. So, like a lot of people ask me what I do and I'm like, if I told you what I did and you tried to do it, it would not work for you. Yeah. Why? Because I've been doing this for a long time. A long, long time, like way longer than you. So, you can't ask me what I do because first of all, on a daily basis, I know that just the things that I eat normally, I'm getting 150 grams of protein. I don't have to try for that. That right. is not a, a goal that I need to reach because I do that daily as, as just like a normal thing. Mm-hmm. People are like, damn, you eat a lot of chicken and rice. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it works though. You know what I mean? Like I found things that work for me. I can make a chicken and rice meal in 10 minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes. And it's got everything that I need in there for the next, for a good workout or for energy for the next four to six hours. If need be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I so just think people were more in tune with their body. Like, see, you've, you've figured it out for yourself. Like, hey, this is what works for me. And it took me, yeah, I'm friggin' seven I'm, years into business now, seven and a half. And I'm sitting there going, I am, I feel like I still know nothing. Like, I feel like I'm a little fish in this business world. And that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I started the podcast is because I'm sitting here going, people need this information and yep. you have to be hungry to dive into this kind of content and actually do the personal development side of um, growing as an entrepreneur, but you have to want to learn, right? And the more you learn, the more you're like, oh, that makes sense. Or like, why do I always get so tired after I eat bread? Well, you're allergic to it, Elena. Yeah, mm-hmm. really shouldn't eat that, you know, like, little things like that. I've learned so much. Talk about fatigued, right? I get fatigued when I eat foods I'm not supposed to eat. Well, yep. don't freaking eat them. Easier said than done because 
regular culture is you get a sandwich, right? Or a burger if you yep. have to get something on the road. I'm like, well, what else you got? <laughs> you know, yeah, right? Nothing. Yeah. Oh, and it's awful. Yeah. But if it's you can tough, be man. more in tune with your body, man. Well, I think a lot of people walk around with pain and they think it's just normal. It's not it's normal. All the time. It's like, That's I don't bad. know. You know what I mean? I'm not sure, you know, and a little bit of uncomfortability is, is okay. You know what I mean? But you're just uncomfortable and you're destroying your body and then just going about your life, like nothing, you know what I mean? And I think it's interesting. You said, why do you think, I think that you asked this maybe, or maybe I asked myself, why do you think it's so important for business owners and entrepreneurs to, to dive into fitness? Right. Yeah. And it's like, like, like I talked about, you know, um, and there's this study. I, I don't I don't know what the girl's name is, but it's called Grit. It was a study done by from the University of Pennsylvania, I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe. Don't quote me on that. But the, the study is called Grit. And it was like, what is the number one trait that makes business people or entrepreneurs successful? Like, what is the number one trait? And it's just literally how much pain can you to pain tolerance, you know, and not just physical pain, but physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, Mm -hmm. how much pain can you deal with and keep moving forward? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, And I believe that like the gym is the same thing. You will get out of this, what you put into it, just like with business, you will get out of it, what you put into it. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a good precursor, not maybe not even a precursor. It's a good thing to kind of be like, yo, I'm doing this and I'm doing it daily or maybe not daily, but I'm doing it four times a week on a regimen, on a routine. And it it just bleeds into every other part of your life. You know? And also <laughs> on top of that, how much time and effort and blood, sweat and tears do we put into our business? How much time away from our family, which a lot of people, I think the general public just believes that business owners, all of us are rich and we got it going on and we're doing this, that, and the third, and we live in big ginormous houses and all these other things. And I'm just like, I don't know where you're from, but like, that's not how it's working over here for me. I put in work and effort daily. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hard work, hard effort daily. You know what I'm saying? So doing this. And then letting my body go, letting my health go, not be, not being concerned with fitness at all. And then when I'm 50 years old, when I'm just, things are starting to slow down in the business and I can actually live my life. You know what I mean? I got all this money, made all this money. My kids are a little older, you know, and, and now my body is shit. I got to walk around with a cane or I got to go to the doctor once a week to stay alive mm-hmm. or take 15 medications a day. And it's just like, Man, I feel like that shouldn't be that way. (laughs) I feel like you shouldn't do that. I I feel like you shouldn't do that to yourself. There's a book that I want people to look into. Uh, It's called Redefining Success by um, Brett Wilson, I think is his name. Um, And Mm -hmm. he was talking about how he became a super successful entrepreneur at the cost of his family and his health. And he's like, yeah, I got wealthy and I created this incredible life for myself. But then my wife divorced me. My kids didn't want anything to do with me because I was a deadbeat dad. And then he got like colon cancer. And it was a very big pivotal moment for him to go, hey, I need to reality check myself and just go, 
my personal health and fitness, my stress levels, my restoration is a necessity. Like I need to focus on this or else I'm going to literally lose everything that I've ever wanted. And that's a big thing for us this year. Like my husband's like, Elena, I never see you. And I'm like, shit, (laughs) you know, it's like, okay, well, I get better at that. Right. Intentional time with my family where my phone's not on me or, you know, stuff like that. And like taking care of my, my own mental health and my own fitness so that I can show up as my best self uh, for my family and my business and all of that. But I think when we're so focused on just like going out and action, 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 because that's what people think is going to get them to success. It doesn't work. I think Mm -hmm. we really need to focus on a, what works for you because everyone's different. Um, and this thing called balance is an illusion. (laughs) Like life comes in cycles. I'm a female. Mm -hmm. We have menstrual cycles that are literally our hormones change throughout the month. I'm like, Oh, so if you just, you just realize that this is the week that you really need rest, or this is the week that Mm -hmm. you're going to have the most energy, or this is the week that you're going to, you know, want to go out and be around more people. Well, just understand that about yourself. And if you understand these things about yourself, you can thrive so much better just by listening to your body. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. That's so important. You know what I mean? Especially because listen, not everybody is built the same. No one person I feel like is built exactly like another. I, for instance, have terrible sleep cycles all the time. You know what I mean? And it's, you know, and I, there's, I also want people to realize that just because you start going to the gym and eating healthier, doesn't mean that things are going to be perfect for you. Because no. let's be clear, I'm still crazy as hell, right? <laughs> I, you know, I don't like medication, so I don't take it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I, there's a lot of doctors that would probably disagree with me on that. But listen, like you just said, I have found also, and you have found or finding what works best. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and and when you do that, it's like, well, first of all, you, you got to find that, right? What works. And then you also have to not be concerned with everybody else telling you you're wrong. Yeah. You know, because there's going to be plenty of people there that are going to tell you how you're wrong, why you're not going to succeed and all of those things. So finding what works for you, not being concerned with people who are closed-minded or their, their opinions of you, you know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. just, you know, stay in your lane, do your thing, man. Yeah. Well, and just listen, just listen, like take that time to write it down. Like, how are you feeling today? Mm-hmm. You know, am I high energy? Am I low energy? Well, why am I low energy at a certain point in the day? I know for myself that I need a break at three o'clock, like mm-hmm. between, like, between two and four, usually I start getting tired. So I'm like, why would I book an appointment where I need to be at my best because I'm in charge of people's money? Like mm. I need to be at a 10 when I'm sitting in this appointment talking to these people. Um, so why don't I book time before that to A, take a nap or B, go for a walk or mm. you know do something that'll help me up my energy. Yeah. Um, I think it's so important just to really reflect on that stuff and get granular with it and just play with it as well and go, Hey, what works for you may work for me. And it may not. Right. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, how did you lose so much weight diet and exercise? 
Right. But guess what? Just because you have a diet doesn't mean you need to be on a diet. Everything you eat is your diet. Yeah. Right? So you're either eating healthy or you're eating unhealthy. And yeah. it's like, oh, did you go on a diet? No, I just watched what I was eating and paid more attention to the foods that I was consuming and how much sugar I was putting in my body. And I don't know, I do really good with keto. Um, I can drop a ton of weight. Do I think it's sustainable? No, it doesn't. It's not sustainable for me. Um, but I know that if I'm obese and like really need to get some weight off, if I do keto, I can drop 30 pounds in a month. Yes. Right. And very, then very my body hurts less. I don't have as much inflammation. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's guess why? Cause I'm eating eggs and meat. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, weird. Right. <laughs> I think, I think a good alternative these days for the keto diet is a carnivore diet. Yeah. Um, which is an awesome, awesome art alternative. Um, because you're the main source is protein, not fat. You yeah. know what I'm saying? My husband fat. did it for all of January and he said he's never felt better. Dude, it's it's even been like shown to help women with PCOS. Interesting. Yes, that's real, real accurate information for all the ladies. Look it up. You can quote me on anything that I'm saying because I know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it has it has been more and more and more women are coming up with like, listen, I had PCOS. I had um, celiac. I had all this stuff. And um, um, the carnivore diet, strictly meat, no carb, mm -hmm. zero carb, none at all, or like fruit, you know what I mean? Just fruit. And uh, so zero, anything processed at all, Yeah. none, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then fruit and meat. Yep. Yeah, and, and, I love it. So I could live on that. Me, I would like some vegetables too, but at the same time, yeah. it's like... I love fig jam, but guess what? I could just put a fig on a piece of toast and that's just as good, right? It tastes yeah. just as good and it doesn't have the added sugars, right? Like little things like that. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I think, again, everyone's body's different, but when you learn what works for you, it's because for myself, it was like, okay, well, I'm eating an egg with an avocado and some salsa, right? Instead of having it on toast, I'm just having it on like either like kale or spinach, you know, yeah. and I just, I'd have that instead. And it was very, very easy. And mm -hmm. it's just making those choices for yourself and just knowing that, okay, maybe I didn't have a healthy breakfast, but I'm going to have a healthy lunch and I'm going to have a healthy dinner and I'm going to make sure yeah. I drink water today, you know, and not have excess amounts of caffeine. I'm going to make sure that I'm taking care of my body and listening to my body and taking a rest when I need to. And you go from there, but I think that if you can just dig into what works for you and care about the fact that your energy impacts the people around you as well, mm -hmm. then mm. it, uh, all about impact driven entrepreneurs out there. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying we're all trying Anyways. to create an impact, but you know, I don't know, man, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person where, like I said, I've been doing this long enough to know that I'm not going to live without bread. Yeah. I'll just have gluten-free bread. That's all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not now, I, you know, that's just for me, but yeah. I don't, I can eat a piece of toast and my stomach doesn't turn into knots. I, you yeah. know, some people, they have that issue. Now have I constricted myself and I know that I can do it? Yes. But those things are not sustainable for me. Yeah. Right. 
and I learn those the things that are sustainable for me work even better. Yeah. First of all, without carbs, I would lose way too much weight. My issue has never been too much weight. It's been not enough. You know what I'm saying? So I, I you know, I have that other piece and a lot of people are probably like, F this guy. Da, 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 da. No, but if you've ever had that issue, but if, you, if you've ever had that issue where your body goes and, you know, gets catabolic or, you know, whatever, then you would understand that it's just as hard for people like me to gain weight as it is for you to lose it. So mm -hmm. don't judge me because I don't judge you. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Like, it's hard for me to keep on the weight. And I want to keep it on because I like looking muscular and thick. I, I like that feeling. But yeah. it's tough sometimes. It's yeah. Tough. One of my yoga instructors is the same. He's like, oh, no, like, I can't hold weight. And, like, yeah. he he tries. He drinks everything from, like, bulking shakes to, yep. you know, trying to consume more meals a day. And he's like, mm -hmm. I just can't keep weight on. Like he's a toothpick, but he's muscular, you know? Yep. And I have quite a few friends like that, that are opposite their bean poles and they're just yeah. like so tiny and thin. And yet everyone's like, what did you do to get healthy? And they're like, dude, I'm doing everything I can to put on weight, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's, different. I'm not a bean pole now. I'm, no. I'm still pretty, I'm still pretty, uh, you know, I, I still hold on to size pretty well, but it's like, and I've been, I've been 240 and 9% and body fat you know what I mean and wow. I'm, I'm snoring more when I sleep yeah listen I've been there I've been there done that and I'm only 20 pounds less now but when you don't have any fat on your body and you lose 20 pounds it's very noticeable you know what very I mean much. yeah so um it's a it's a journey and it's a process that never ends you know what I mean mm -hmm. and um I don't know I'm just a fan of like uh pushing yourself I, I don't know man I, I've never been the type to just take it easy you know my life is chaotic it's chaotic 24 7 and it'll probably be like that for the foreseeable future you want to know why because of the type of person that I am yeah me and too. that's just it's just how things are for me I accept who I am and I feel like if more people accepted who they were their progress would be insane you mm -hmm. know what I mean it would be way different you learn to trust yourself and, and your self-confidence goes up and you realize that like you can do it too. Yeah. So unfortunately we are running out of time, but I definitely want people to get one final success tip from you when it comes to either business and entrepreneurship or their health and fitness. Um, what would you give them for advice? Um, so I'll give you both uh, fat loss or fitness tip, sleep more. Seven to nine hours, get more sleep. If you're not sleeping enough, you will get fatter. Point blank, period. Yeah. Um, and business. Um, man, that's tough. I got so much. I, I'll tell you what. The, 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 the only reason that I'm still here, right, it's not because it's been easy, because it's been far from it. And people who, you can ask Bob, you can ask whoever you want <laughs> It's been tough. It's not been easy. It's not been simple. Um, I just didn't ever, I never gave up. I never stopped. I never accepted no as an answer because you're going to get told no a lot. Not everybody's going to pat you on the back and tell you that you're doing a good job. Not everybody's going to want to see you succeed. Some people will, you know what I mean? But just don't stop. I, I don't care if you quit for the night. You're done. Completely given up. 
tomorrow's a new day, bro. Wake up with a new mindset and just keep going because you're going to do it. It might take you five years. It might take you 10. I don't know how long it's going to take you, but you'll do it. Just don't stop. Don't give up. It's going to be hard. Accept that it's going to be hard and, and just do it. Just do the yeah. work. Well, I think that if we, we accept, if we accept that it's going to be hard, you kind of like expect that it's going to be hard. And then you're like, oh, this is hard. And you're like, yeah, well, that's, that's how it is, you know? And then, <laughs> yep, that's, that's what I expected. So. Keep going. And yeah. people, uh, I want to talk lastly about the word atrophy. Like if you don't use it, you lose it. And that mm. goes for everything in life. Like if your body is aching, it's because you're not using your muscles and they're dying. Like mm. it's just the same with your brain. If you're not using your brain, it's going to die. Like it's not that you're going to die, but you're going to lose your brain power. You're going to lose your energy. You're going to lose uh, your mobility and stuff like that, which is not serving anybody. So mm. I think it's very important to have some sort of fitness regimen, whether it's going for a walk every day, if that's all you can do, guess what? Everyone can go for a walk every day, right? Even if you're in a wheelchair, you can wheel, you know, go. Okay. It's just something that'll keep you, um, it, it makes you more creative. It makes you more, oh, like you can adapting. It keeps you literally adapting. That's what yeah. it does to your body. Yeah, exactly. It keeps you strong. Um, so anyways, that's my final takeaway is just don't let your body atrophy. But yeah. I want people to get more access to you. So can you share a little bit of your, um, where, to, where to find you and that kind of stuff? Yes. So on Facebook, you can find me at my name, Jacob Delanois, or 5150 Health and Fitness. Um, and on Instagram, because I just changed it. I don't know what my thing is. Give me one second. I love social media. It is. Yeah. I, I love social media. Time. Name. It's a useful tool, but it also is wild. So anyway, Instagram, Go ahead. Jake fit underscore five one five zero. So that's my Instagram or fifty one fifty underscore health. And that's Instagram. It's so funny because you were talking earlier um, how. Oh, I lost it. But like if you do the things that you say you're going to do you're going to build that confidence in yourself. You're going to have that different mentality. Um, mm. And you don't have to sit there and be like, oh, this isn't working. Guess what? It's not supposed to work today. You know, it's it's the compounding yeah. effect. Today is a little yeah. bit better than yesterday. Fantastic. You won the day. You know, give yeah. yourself a pat on the back and take a break. <laughs> take a nap. Um, right, exactly. Again tomorrow and go after it again. Because mm. when you don't, you start to backpedal. So... Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyways, thank you so much for your time today. I really enjoyed our content. And yeah. uh, if you guys loved it as well, make sure that you share the show. I know that uh, I got a page of notes, even though I'm sitting here, like trying to pay attention to the conversation. Yeah, 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 for sure. I like this one. Yeah. Sleep yeah. more. That's a thing. Yeah. Exclamation. <laughs> yeah. Hide that. Right. Seven uh, to nine, maybe seven to nine. So. I've really, that's something that I've adapted. I used to be like hardcore, get up at 530 in the morning and rah, go to bed at midnight. Because that's mm -hmm. my sleep cycle is like 11 or 12 is when I start getting tired. And then it's like, whoa, well, I actually do better if I get up at seven. Right. Yeah. That's, I just so do. I want to I bring this up too. You can catch on catch up on sleep. Some people say you can't. Right. So like in a weekly cycle. If there's three nights in a row where you get five hours, right? If, if you stretch it past a week, your body's just kind of like, 
you've lost it, right? But if you catch up on sleep within that one week, right? Or even the day, right? Because like I have four days a week where I wake up at five in the morning. I'm just going to say this and then we can shut it down. So I wake up at five in the morning. And so on those nights at night, I usually only maybe sleep five hours. But on those days, I make sure in the afternoon, like we just talked about, there, that's the natural circadian rhythm to go up and drop in the afternoon and come up in the evening and drop again, right? So if you catch a nap, that's the same thing as sleeping seven hours that day. Yeah. So. I All bought right. my husband a really good chair for his birthday. It's secretly so I can have naps. Um, All right. I'm like, hey, I bought one that lays completely flat. It's a recliner. And I'm just like, oh, man, this is gold. <laughs> It's yeah. like 20-minute power nap. I put on a little meditation, and I'm out, like, within yep. seconds. I'm just, like, gone. And you wake up, and you're refreshed, and you feel good, and you're just like, okay, next, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yep. Whereas before, it's like, oh, my goodness, I have to do this meeting, or, like, oh, yeah. I need to walk my dog, or whatever, but I don't know. Anyways, yeah, talk for days, but. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> anyway, right. yeah, thank you again so much for the time, and, guys, make sure that you – um, share the show, check it out on YouTube, leave a comment, uh, share it with a friend. It's much appreciated. Until next time, that's Pursuit of Relentless signing out.